Bang! What's up, y'all? I'm Nick, a senior writer over here at Sports Pack 12, and this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So I'll be answering the questions you sent in here in a podcast format, and if you'd like a written response, send them over to fellow senior writer and Dane Miller. And so in all seriousness, I have a lot of fun answering these questions. They take my research and my thinking all over the conference. And one point I want to reiterate is I'm just like you. I'm a Pac-12 fan, so in all seriousness, we're one and the same. We may cheer for different schools, but hey, we're all Pac-12 fans in the end. We're very similar. So from down south to the Arizona schools, to up north to the Washington schools, to east out in Utah and Colorado, we got Oregon and Cali in between. And in our entirety, we make up the Pac-12 conference. And even though we compete against each other during the year, let's come together for this podcast and have a heck of a lot of fun. So without further ado, let's get to today's question. And thanks for tuning in as always. What's up, everybody? Got a mailbag question today. I was trying to get this started like five or ten minutes ago, but it felt like there was this never-ending airplane just like flying circles around my house, creating a little bit of background noise. So pretty grateful that's gone now. That's for darn sure. I wasn't, wasn't sure what was happening there. So today's question is from Wes in Alameda, California, and he asks, What's the worst-case scenario in this whole pandemic mess? Conference football running into mid-December, spring football, or do you think there's a chance we get no Pac-12 football at all? So, reread here. Question from Wes, Alameda, California. And he asks, What's the worst case scenario in this whole pandemic mess? Conference football running into mid-December? Spring football? Or do you think there's a chance we get no Pac-12 football at all? So, I actually have a much different opinion on a worst case scenario situation. And that would be plain and simple. A player obviously getting on the field getting sick and ultimately dying. Is that morbid? Yeah, it's probably a little morbid. So sorry, y'all. Not, not trying to take it there, but let's keep it a hundred. I mean, we're throwing these kids into the fire essentially. And things can happen. I mean, COVID has been known to obviously affect the older populations, but it can affect a younger kid. I mean, we don't know the underlying health issues. And for many of these kids, even though there is this kind of new movement going on with the players, I'll talk about that in another mailbag podcast. But with we just don't know what's going on with these underlying health issues. And a player at that age is going to say they're healthy. I was a high school athlete, probably a lot of high school athletes listening to this right now. And what do you want to do? You wanted to play. You would say absolutely anything to stay on the field. I mean, I know for myself, I blew out my knee like four times in high school basketball. I could have probably could have taken a break. You, you know what I'm saying? But there was no keeping me away from the field. So... This should be up to the administrators, the coaches. I guess this this aspect actually isn't up to the coaches. It's up to the administrators and even the higher-ups than that. But throwing these kids on the field, man, you're just... Uh, I don't like it. I, I don't like it one bit. I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. And I'm a huge proponent of college football, like I said. College basketball, college football, probably my favorite level of sports. But this just doesn't feel right to me. really doesn't. And these are college students, guys. We've been over this before, and I've said it kind of in a joking manner, but let's be serious here, guys. This is like a party atmosphere, and if you win a big football game, there's probably going to be one or two guys that go and party, and now you have a risk of infecting the whole team. You have a risk of, effect of affecting the staff. You have a risk of affecting now potentially family members, 
And there's just so many layers and layers and layers. So the worst case scenario to me is nothing to do with football running in mid-December or spring or whenever it may be. The worst case scenario would be a player dying on the field. And a lot of people may be thinking, Nick, is this an overreaction? Hell no, it ain't. This is not an overreaction at all. All it takes is one guy. One guy. And he may have an issue that we don't know about. Would it be like an abnormal heart? I, I, just, made, I just made that condition up. I don't know if that's real, but like cardiac arrhythmia or something like that. Not trying to make light of it. But you know what I'm saying? And it, that's all it takes is one guy. That's what we're missing here. And if the NCAA thinks they're in hot water with, right now with what the players are doing, I mean, if they're really going to take that into consideration, all the demands and all that, such and such. But you think they're in hot water now? If a player dies on the field and they approve this and said it was safe, the NCAA is so far up their ass in litigation that they will not know where to spin. I understand that we all need a baseline level of money. That's part of it, man. I, I get it, man. I've worked some interesting jobs in my life. Worked an interesting one yesterday. <laughs> not gonna lie. So we all need some baseline money. And I understand that. But the NCAA has a freaking level of baseline money. Yes, if all the athletic departments take a huge loss this year, it'll hurt. And it'll hurt bad and it'll hurt big. Just like the rest of the freaking economy. So guys, deal with the NCA. You are grown men and women taking care of these kids. And ultimately, you are putting their lives at risk. I, like, I don't care what anybody else says. This isn't the NBA. This isn't the NFL. Where these guys are professional athletes. They can go quarantine with their millions of bucks. They can do whatever the hell they want in their free time and go kick it. You know what I'm saying? Go play some NBA 2K. Maybe not drink a bottle of Henny when you're, <laughs> if you're sick, but you know what I'm saying? You got free time to do whatever the heck you want. You look at the student athletes now. If they get sick, how are they supposed to quarantine? How in the heck are they supposed to quarantine? These are kids now living in small apartments, probably with some roommates, even the athletes. Not like many of these guys are living alone. And in all college, not in all college towns may not have the best like food options, you know what I'm saying? So they're probably going to have to go out to the grocery store and do something. You can't order food every single day on a college budget, whether you're a scholarship athlete or not. So there's just so much more to this guy. There, there's so, so, so much more to this. And for the sake of just repeating myself and rambling and throwing out way too many points, we're going to call it good today. I think this was a very good question, Wes. I completely agree with you that, yeah, man, it sounds like you want to see football. So I guess I can't say I agree with you here, but sounds like you want to see some football. I agree with that, man. I would love to see football, but until we have a vaccine, this just isn't realistic. And ultimately, ultimately, guys, do you really want to see a kid on, die on the field over this? Like, really? You know what I'm saying? I sure as hell don't. I'm out.